Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. It is spring, which means uh, well, you might start to be uh, doing your spring cleaning, or at least planning on doing it at some point. Always, uh, it's like a move, you know, I'll look in the garage or in our crawl space or around the house and I'll say, you know, we really should, let's attack this room. Then we're going to clean out the garage, we're going to clean out the crawl space. It really doesn't look that bad. I mean, this shouldn't take too long. And then, you know, 18 and a half hours later and you're still yeah. dragging stuff out of the garage. I'm waiting for the right day for the garage. Yeah. And so you got to get the right weather because it's going to be dry out and warm enough because I'm putting everything out. Mm-hmm. And I'm bringing back what needs to come back in. But right now, it's an absolute mess. Like, we get to a point where we just have to, like, tiptoe our way through Oh yeah, all of the massive stuff we've accumulated over the winter in there. Oh, yeah. Our garage looks like a hoarder lives in there. Right. So you're, you're right. You got a little pass. You, just, <laughs> you just get through, and everything is stacked up above your head. Uh-huh. Things are teetering. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have a different way of doing it, the lovely Marie and I. Shocking turn of events. We don't see eye to eye on this either. But... Um, <laughs> I am one like you who likes to, it's a beautiful sunny day, let's pull it all out in the driveway and let's figure out what's going back Yeah, and what's going to the dump. And she likes to, she thinks that's all too much effort, so she likes to take a section, she'll move stuff around, she'll clean up that section, throw out from that section right. what needs to be thrown out, and then puts back. So her theory is you, you clean it and you put it right back. Instead of hauling it all out, mm-hmm. cleaning it all out, and then you're standing there in the driveway thinking, oh, now i got to put all this crap back in again. Yeah. So yeah, I like to do it twice a year. The, uh, twice a year, you, you empty it out and put back in what needs to go back in. You and do it twice. There's usually, yeah, one, one you know, spring and, and fall. Huh. Yeah, we usually just do spring. Well, it's because of all the kids' crap, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you got a lot more stuff. And we got you know, bikes and that sort of stuff. And there's, there's usually, in part of that, is a pilgrimage from the shed to the garage mm-hmm. of what you need to. Yeah. I say, well, you got all that crap because you got the kids. I got kids, too, and all that. We got bikes. We got all that. You can see our garage. My house, I was actually standing in the street the other day looking at it, and I thought, what is wrong with my house? It looks odd. And I realized it was bulging at the sides. <laughs> it was crap. With crap. Like it's, I think on either side of my house, at some point, it's just like a pimple. Mm. It's just going to pop. Right. And everything's going to explode out of it. Um, But it is time to do the spring cleaning. And you try sometimes to get the family involved. But most parents say it's not worth the hassle because, like, 90% of parents say their teens lack almost all skills to do any household chores. Mm. And that could be technology-wise. I mean, with dishwashers and Roombas and all these different things now. I mean, there's really not a lot of need to have a lot of, you know, Household chore skills. We're at fault, though. It's our own fault as parents. Yep. Because we'll say things like, well, it's just easier just to do it myself. That's right. Right? Rather than the argument or they're not going to do it right, so I have to redo it. Yeah. And I don't really want to stand over them and teach them how to do it properly. So it's just easier just to do it myself. But you're you're your own worst enemy in that scenario. Oh, yeah. You're you're digging your own grave on that. And I think uh, maybe it's just our patience. You know, we, we often say we don't have time to focus on anything. Everything has to be quick and done and over with. As I think life, the pace of life was much slower uh, back when we were kids. Because I remember my parents being really like, if I had to clean my room and I didn't do it right, I had to go back and do it again mm-hmm. and again 
and I wasn't allowed to go out until it was done properly. And there would be fights and arguments, but they they stood their ground right. all the time. But now we just fold. Oh, go, go! I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. We're bad. We're uh, we're not good in that department, and it's only going to you know you're not doing them any service because eventually they're going to get out on their own, and if they don't know how to wash a dish, yeah. Anyhow, we can't. The kids can't seem to make beds. Supposedly, they can't iron a shirt. Well, I admitted yesterday I can't iron, so I can't blame there. <laughs> uh, can't fold sheets. I can never get them right, especially the bottom sheet. The of fitted a sheet is uh, always a mystery. There is a trick to it. Yes, I've seen it done. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it myself. Uh, kids cannot. Uh, they will not stop leaving dirty dishes in their bedroom, and when they do bring them down, it just plopping them on the counter with food stuck to it for days. <laughs> I can't. Like I cannot. And this is just me. Uh, every time I finish something, a, a glass, a plate, cutlery, I rinse it all, like almost to the point of it being clean before it does get cleaned. Oh, really? Yeah. But, but I'll come home, and there, it, it's it's like. It's like uh, the back of a, a kitchen in a diner. <laughs> it's loaded up, ready to go. Just everything's stacked and unrinsed, <laughs> and, and it's my job to get in there and, and pull you'll my mumble your way through and it. And I do. Yeah, I do. I'm just as guilty. I'm no saint. I know my faults. Our kids can't clean the bathroom. They can't clean the toilet. Well, they don't, just don't want to. I mean, it's pretty gross. Too. Mm. They never Although take- wipe it up after yourself if you yeah. like, you know you made a mess. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Well, you'll see too as your boys start shaving and that type of thing. Like you'll go in and, and you'll think, was it was a bear? Did a bear <laughs> was a bear grooming themselves in here recently? Because they won't rinse the whiskers down the drain, and you know if they're clipping their nails, they'll be all over the place. Right? Yeah, they're gross. Teenagers are gross, um, and parents don't think their kids can even vacuum a room. Again, we probably Please. just don't let them. You got a Roomba for that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they, can, they can just go on the app. Doesn't the maid come Tuesdays and Thursdays, Ma? We were just talking about being a good collaborator at work and how that can help move you up the ladder. The other thing that might keep you employed is to stop stealing stuff from the office. <laughs> we all get very comfortable, um, and I think we've all been guilty of it. We all get really comfortable at our workplace where at some point we decide... Oh, all this paper belongs to me. I'll just right. make stack. Oh, all these pens are mine. Yeah. I need this computer yank out of the wall. Or we get to a point where we've worked there long enough, we've figured it's owed to us. I know. <laughs> Nothing's owed to you but your paycheck. <laughs> Anyhow, um, the new thing, because I guess stealing pens and post-its just doesn't give us the same rush anymore. But people are stealing all the silverware. <laughs> That's right. I guess a lot of companies have tried to go a little more green, so they've given up on all the plastic utensils. Right. And they've actually started going and buying, like, silverware for their staff to use. Mm. And people are taking it home with them. You know what? Some of the things here, especially, like, coffee mugs, I kind of wish people would take them home and wash them. Yeah, they're pretty gross. Because <laughs> a lot of the times they just get left out. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, a story of... us. Uh, Somebody in this building I heard, I don't know who, who was caught, like, coming out of the men's can with, like, rolls and rolls of toilet paper. Like, dude, first of all, ignorant. One, because now you've left everybody else high and not dry. Right, true. And And, and it's uh, the lowest of low quality. It really is. (laughs) It really is. 
Uh, I remember we used to have like a, a storage unit, an office supplies storage unit at one radio station uh, I worked at. And it, it was like Christmas constantly. And like I, management would have to put out emails saying, uh, we just ordered, you know, like 700 new pens and now we're down to three. <laughs> Can everybody just stop? Nobody wanted anything in the prize closet, you know, mm. the radio station. They just want all the uh, post-it notes. So, yeah, these companies aren't buying the, the plastic utensils. As a matter of fact, you see a lot of restaurants really don't even hand them out as frequently or as much anymore. No. Take out. So what happens is people are uh, using the silverware, and then they're just not returning it. I couldn't imagine a company, like, spending that much, because silverware is not cheap. You ever go out and try to purchase some... Forks and knives and spoons? Uh, I was thinking cheap. they're not buying the highest end stuff. No. Even no. still. Yeah. So maybe bring in your own utensils and put them in your desk or something at work so you can you can have your lunch. Right. It's it's your office. <laughs> it's your place of employment. <laughs> not your own family room and kitchen. I know we get confused, but try to keep it straight. Yesterday we had the uh, story about Regina. Regina, Saskatchewan, and how the tourism board said, uh, we got this great idea on how to promote the city. We're going to come up with great slogans like, show us your Regina. And uh, <laughs> Regina rhymes with fun. Right. Uh, and this is all because forever and a day, people have snickered under their breath and said, Regina, vagina. And, you know, obviously the tourism board thought, hey, well, let's play into it. Let's just acknowledge that our city name and it rhymes with vagina. Right. And the people of Regina said, no, we're not having any of that. And so the guy running the tourism board might be out of a gig. Anyhow, I guess the people of Regina are so bothered and upset by the whole Regina vagina thing that they said, not only are we done with this tourism idea, but we're done with the name Regina. We're, we're, we're going to change the city name. What? Yeah, well, they just they can't take it anymore. So they're going with bunt. <laughs> Did you say Bunt? <laughs> yes, Bunt Saskatchewan. Google has released uh, some of the words, the most common words that we all struggle to spell. Okay. And uh, at the top of the list, restaurant. Restaurant. We spell that wrong about 95,000 times a month. It's the uh, part that trips us up is the AU in the middle. Right. We flip them around. Because we tend to skip it when we say it. Sometimes it's just restaurant. Right. Pneumonia, of course, that's always been a classic, right. the silent yeah. P and the EU in there. Silent P's are tough. Yeah. Yeah, they, they make no sense, really. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's a reason why it's there, but I, I don't know. So many times we look at, you know, <laughs> we can mock people who come to this country and don't speak the language. Mm. And if we ever had to learn English over again, oh, it, was, it, it is a ridiculous language. I barely speak it now. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the harder ones because we have words that mean so many different things. Right. Um, you know, you can feel well, you can fall into a well. You know, and, and, and I remember Steve Martin had a great line about uh, speaking French when he said, they have a different word for everything. <laughs> <laughs> How crazy! Well, yeah. not only that, there's just like and there's like consonant and 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 vowel strings that don't make sense because they sound differently depending on what's together with them, right? Yeah. Like I was just reading a story the other day. One one was have and what was gave. Mm. Like okay, it's one letter changing, but it can change the complete sound of everything. It's 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 really dumb. 
Words we can't spell according to Google. I, I am bad at this one. I get the little red squiggly line under it every single time I type it, and it's appreciate. Okay. I, I think I always put an A in the middle where the E is supposed to be. Gotcha. Uh, receipt, we flip the I and the E. Right. And, of course, remember, I before E except after C. And there's a P in there, too. Yeah, that's right. Beautiful because of the three vowels in a row. A beautiful. There's a Jim uh, Carrey movie that helped spell that one out. Right. Yeah. Uh, niece. People can't remember if it's an IE or an EI. All right. Maintenance. We forget where the A's and the E's go. Uh, bougie. How often do you use the word Just bougie? <laughs> you shouldn't be having to spell that all that often. And here's a word that people mistake all the time, but I, I, I'm 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 glad I don't use it all that often because I think that if you are using it, it's not a good situation. Diarrhea. <laughs> we all things like trots have just come out. Yeah. <laughs> a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I uh, don't know how to spell it, but we've all had it. And uh, congratulations. We Google it a lot, partly because we write it so often. Right. On Facebook messages and that sort of thing. Well, that one kind of sounds more like the way it's spelled. I guess some people probably think there's a D in the middle of it or something. Yeah. I just go with congrats. Right. Thumbs up. Right. So much easier. I struggle with, uh, one of the ones I struggle with is penicillin, and I'm allergic to it. How often do you have to write penicillin? Well, you know when you go to a doctor's office, you got to fill something out? Oh, okay. Or you, you, oh, right. You, 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 got, you got a form you got to put it where you're allergic to? Yeah. i got to Google the damn thing again. So you're, you're allergic to penicillin? Mm-hmm. What happens to you when you take penicillin? Uh, at one point it was a rash. I don't know now. Huh. It's been that long. You thinking about it or? Well, I got some. <laughs> <laughs> some little fun on air with penicillin. And here's a good little concert hack for you. Say you want to uh, see uh, Springsteen when he rolls into Toronto. You think that's in November, and you're seeing the cost of tickets to see his show, and then, of course, uh, with the resale market and how inflated those prices get. Why don't you just hold on to your horses and wait till he goes to Europe? And at some point, that tour is going to go over to Europe, uh-huh. and you'll be able to get tickets for a lot cheaper. Someone shared this. They went and saw Jay-Z and Beyonce uh, in Paris. They had four seats. Cost them $92. What? 92 bucks. Now, this is back in 2018, so let's give... You know, inflation. But even then, say it's up to like 200 bucks now. Well, it's not going to go from 92 to 200. I'm just picking a number. Right. Even still. Yeah, even still, it's it's a hell of a lot cheaper. Have you seen? I've priced Springsteen resale tickets for anything even inside the building. <laughs> you'll you'll pay more than that in fees. It's $1,400, yeah. It's crazy. Now, and, and the, the added bonus to this is if you already collect air miles, as so many of us do, that will uh, help bring the price of the flight down. You could get yourself a European vacation, a Springsteen show, for less money than it would cost you just to go see him at the Rogers Center. Wow. Yeah. Some really nice venues, outdoor ones especially, too. In here. Yeah. So mm. that's it. I'm only going to see shows in Europe now. That's my new thing. <laughs> Once every five years. That's right. Um, you've probably, most of us, I would think, have seen that Woodstock soundtrack album cover. It is uh, an iconic photo of a young couple. Uh, they're, uh, it's cold. It looks like it's either first thing in the morning, the sun's just coming up, and uh, they've got this blanket wrapped around them. You see kind of the back of his head and the front of her face. 
It's uh, it's iconic. Well, the couple who ended up in that photo, uh, they had just started dating about a month before they went to see Woodstock. And funny, you talk about ticket pricing. The uh, the the woman was interviewed a couple of years ago, and she said they paid eighteen dollars. Wow! For the uh, the three day event. Um, now you pay that for a water. <laughs> At a music <laughs> festival. Anyhow, her name was Bobby Kelly. His name was Nick Urkeline. She became Bobby Urkeline. They married a year after that photo. Okay. And uh, she recently passed away. Which mm. is, uh, but they spent many, many, many decades happy together. And uh, she says, "I'm just so." She said in an interview some time back, because they they went and redid the photo uh, on some anniversary of Woodstock, and. Uh, she said, I'm so happy that the guy that I ended up with on that album cover, I ended up marrying. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine it was just a one-night stand. <laughs> Some dude I met at the concert. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> we getting, shared a blanket. We, had acid, we took acid together. <laughs> Anyhow, they, they married, and they didn't know, because it was just a Life uh, magazine photographer going around snapping photos. They didn't realize that was the photo that was used on the album cover till they saw it in stores. Wow. I would have sued. Yeah. <laughs> At least give me a free copy of the album. Um, the Weeknd should be very proud of himself. Scarborough fella. He's now the most popular artist in the world, according to uh, Guinness World Records. Now? Yeah. He set two new Spotify records, most monthly listens with uh, 111.4 million, and first artist to reach 100 million monthly listeners. Wow. His 2020 song, Blinding Light, also has the most Spotify streams, and it's the longest charting song on the Billboard Hot 100 of all time, with a total of 90 weeks. Uh, we are just behind him with our podcast, Craig and Lucky's podcast. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> just a couple of more hits of that podcast, kids, on Spotify, and we're, we're going to be right there. <laughs> we, we might be able to make it to Scarborough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Chris Hemsworth, the actor, and his wife, uh, they threw a birthday party for their nine-year-old. They actually have twins, and it was the uh, the twins' birthday. I'm assuming it's their twins that were having the birthday, unless they got other kids. Anyhow, at one point, one of the uh, the children is sitting in front of the birthday cake, and uh, Chris Hemsworth's wife shoves his face in the cake. <laughs> People are laughing. They think it's funny. And Chris Hemsworth shares this photo and says, only one way to eat cake at this house, and that's to have your mom slam your head into it face first. Now, that might be a little aggressive. I would right. have rewritten it a different way. Mm. But anyhow, of course, everybody, uh, everybody's up in arms. People are offended. They find it violent and unfunny and even violent. liken it to abuse. Oh, yeah. Others say it's a bit of play, just a bit of basic humor. They right. look like they're having a good time. Relax. We throw around such terms. Yeah. Like like abuse. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's a, maybe it's a bad joke. Right? Is yeah. the kid laughing? Yeah, they say he is. He's got a smile on his face. And, you know, I have some personal experience with this because I was introduced to this by the lovely Maria and that when children have a birthday cake, they get their face shoved in it. It's something they do. Now, at first I thought, well, that's kind of cruel. Right. Every kid I've seen it happen to is laughing at it. I've oh. never seen one of them get upset. They're licking chocolate ice cream off their face. How, you know, and, and listen, parents, if you find that abusive, let's let's look at your track record as a parent. <laughs> and that you're no saint. <sighs> 
I thought what you were going to say when your personal experience was that you've woken up oh, yeah. face first in a cake or well, two. Well, there's been a few things I've woken up face first in. <laughs> Toilet bowls, <laughs> big plate of pasta. Um, if you're a fan of Wayne's World, and we all are fans of Wayne's World, I don't know that I've ever met anybody who said they didn't like it. Well, Wayne's World 3 could actually happen. My goodness. Yeah. In an interview, Dana Carvey said it's on the horizon. He also said, maybe we'll do it in puppets. I'm not sure. I'm always game. Says love Mike Myers. Just a brilliant guy. So obviously they've patched things up and we might have Wayne's World 3 in the near future. I assume he wouldn't still be broadcasting out of his parents' basement. <laughs> well, they, they kind of have to. <laughs> or would it be his basement then probably, at that yeah, point? Probably his basement. Now, speaking of people uh, reuniting for things and certainly two people who were button heads a bit for a while... Uh, the Oasis Brothers, you heard rumor that uh, they may actually uh, uh, reunite. This, there's talk, conjecture. Yeah. I guess Noel Gallagher, when he was asked quite some time ago, said never say never. Mm. Uh, but recently, Liam Gallagher, who has been, you know, at some points wouldn't even acknowledge that he had a brother. Right, right. Uh, I guess was responding to a fan on Twitter and said, quote, it's happening. Wow! In response to an Oasis reunion, now they've they've thrown tons of cash out there, uh, figures mm. to put the in the the eight figures or nine to put this band back together uh, to see whether or not it'll happen. The last time they played was two thousand nine. They blew up on stage, and that was the last time they've like spoken to each other. Basically, that's amazing. Now, what do you think uh, the over under is if this thing happened on how quickly it implodes? Oh, I think it'll implode quite quickly. I, I think that <laughs> might be the third song. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> of the first show. Yeah. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.